Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the River City Waves podcast, where we're having conversations about some of life's important questions. Man, I'm excited about today. Excited to introduce you to one of our location pastors here at River City Church, Pastor Xander Bradford from our West Lafayette location. He sits down with Pastor Robbie As they begin to unpack this idea of what is Lent, we're in the Easter season, we're headed toward Easter. So what does that look like and mean for a Christian? And so we get to unpack some of that today. It's going to be great. Quick reminder for you to share and rate and review this content wherever you're consuming it. It just helps us get the word out there. Uh, Be sure to spread the word. If you benefit from some of this content, if it's helped shed some light on topics that have been meaningful to you, well then let a friend or family member, a co-worker know about that and uh, be sure to share it. We're hoping that it's got some great impact for you and those who are in your sphere of influence. So hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Let's get right to it. Hey everybody, listen, uh, today we're focused on the subject of Lent. It's, it's and When we're making this recording, it's actually Ash Wednesday. It's the start of the period of Lent. And uh, we're going to just like explore what that is a little bit and um, kind of understand how how it is that Christians observe that and why they do that. But uh, I'm here with Xander Bradford this morning. We're going to be talking about this. Xander, how's your, how's your day? Day's been good, just getting started. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you wish we had snow today, or are you glad that I'm, it's... I'm grateful that it's getting warmer. Oh. It makes me happy. Yeah, me too. Me too. Is it anything else new with you? Um, I don't think so. It's been... You know, just getting ready for Easter coming up in a few weeks, handful of weeks, and yeah, it's just been good. And uh, how did you feel about the Chiefs' win? You know, there's things to be happy about. My in-laws, they're from Kansas City, and so I can be happy for them, you know, rejoice with those who rejoice, but I was rooting for the 49ers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so what what do you want to ask about Lent? Well, uh Maybe we could just start, you could tell us why Why do Christians, let's just start with what is Lent. Okay, well, the word the word Lent is actually a root word for spring, mm-hmm. and uh, there's variations of that in different languages, and uh, it, it's, it's partly because uh, Lent is something that the church began to observe uh, early on. Um, some some sources say it started as early as apostolic times. We oh, don't wow. really have record of that, but it was codified. That is, it, it became like an official practice of the church in 325 A.D., which was the Cou- Council of Nicaea. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the church had these councils um, that were called together, actually um, through the emperor Constantine. He, he invited uh, the leaders of the church throughout the Mediterranean world to gather in different places. They met in Nicaea in this case. And they, they settled a lot of things at these councils. But the, uh, the, the practice of Lent, it, it couldn't have just started at that point. Mm-hmm. It was the things that were kind of like codified, became official practices or teachings of the church. They... Uh, they didn't just come up with these things at these councils. They were likely already happening with some universality throughout the church. And these, these uh, councils 
brought recognition to that, and they they brought that into things. And so Lent is uh, a 40-day period preceding Easter. Mm-hmm. It's a period of preparation and fasting, actually. And that's why, you know, you hear people talk about only eating fish mm-hmm. during Lent or they're not going to have any chocolate or candy. And that's why yesterday was Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. The idea would be that you would you would load up on all kinds of things on Tuesday So because Wednesday you were going to, like, start down the road of fasting. Yeah. Wow, you know, I just think uh, that's really good to know. You know, it, it, at the latest it started like 1,700 years ago, and so the Christian world was a lot different back then. Why is it still important for us to practice Lent today and to observe that this time leading into Easter? Well, I, I would say that it's like a—it's a tool. It's not something that you have to do, mm-hmm. but um, there's probably benefit in it. And and the idea, for example, when the ashes are placed in a cross on people's foreheads, and that that happens mainly in um, historic, you know, liturgical churches, all, all kinds of, uh, of course, Catholics and. Orthodox Christians and uh, all kinds of mainline Protestants do this. Other other kinds of Christians practice this thing with the with the ashes, and sometimes you see it like on the forehead of people on TV mm-hmm. on Ash Wednesday. It's one of the times when you get a glimpse into maybe what is the faith of these people or what what are they doing, what do they believe, but. The ashes are actually ashes from the palm branches that were burnt following Palm Sunday the year before. Mm. Those ashes, they're saved. And then, you know, when they put the ashes on the forehead of that person, the idea is I'm identifying with my mortality Mm. and with the death of Jesus. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Yeah. And so... This is a way for us to get focused on uh, on Jesus' death and all that's implied by that. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so you mentioned that uh, it's a time of preparation and fasting. So two questions there. What are we preparing for, and how does fasting prepare us for that? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, we're preparing for... Uh, the crucifixion and the resurrection, but basically the crucifixion. We're, hmm. It's a way for us to identify with the death and sufferings of Jesus by, by suffering some on our own. Hmm. And uh, at least that's the basic idea here. And uh, not only that, but it, it's meant to uh, bring out our own like weaknesses, may, meant to remind us of our need for a Savior but also it's a way for us to uh, identify with the sufferings of Jesus because um, Easter is it doesn't mean nearly as much without Good Friday and the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this 40 days, uh, it's a number, this is how long Lent is, and it's a number that, comes up in the Bible often. Various people fasted for 40 days. Israelites were in the desert for 40 years, uh, wandering before they got to the Promised Land. Is there any significance of why 
it's a 40-day fast. Yeah, there's there's a flood that lasted 40 mm-hmm. days. Um, yeah, f- 40 is a number that is connected to judgment mm-hmm. in Scripture. And um, the, the, thing with, the thing with recognizing 40 days of fasting, well, it, it helps us to, for one, identify with Jesus because he, he, he uh, fasted for 40 days. But also, like, um, it, it's tied to our recognizing that the judgment that fell on Jesus, um, we're, 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 mm, we're, we're identifying with that. We're joining that in a way, through these 40 days of Lent. Okay, interesting. Wow, that's really good. So, you know, when we fast, obviously we're giving something up, usually food, uh, that is something that's pleasurable to us. Uh, When we're giving up something during Lent, is there anything we can add to our lives to also help prepare uh, for the crucifixion? Oh, that's a great question. Well, um, certainly uh, the idea with fasting is not only that you're not eating certain foods or that you're not eating. Some people, some people go on a total fast for 40 days or they fast like something like social media or they fast entertainment. There are a lot of things that people put off mm-hmm. uh, in order to um, observe this period. And the idea would be not just that you're emptying your life of something, but you're making room in a, uh, for for God in a greater way. So you're spending, you might spend that time that you would be doing these other things, actually like reading scripture and praying. And, and I got to say, you know, one of the apps that we pointed people to often here is uh, on YouVersion. And mm-hmm. YouVersion has all kinds of plans that are connected to Lent in this period of leading up to the crucifixion of Jesus to focus our thoughts and our hearts and our minds on Jesus and what he went through. Uh, just like this, the, the, uh, the Gospels tell us, the, the book of Luke says that he, he set his face like flint toward Jerusalem when, when he was headed there the last time to be crucified. Mm-hmm. And so Lent is a way for us to also focus ourselves, become more resolved on focusing on and looking on the cross and considering what that means for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So as we prepare for the crucifixion, um, is there anything that we need to keep in mind? You know, I I think of the scripture that that Paul writes that, uh, or sorry, it's actually Jesus that says this, when we fast, uh, Mm -hmm. we're not to, you know, look solemn and, and act like we're really missing out on something, but keep up the joy of Christ. Is there anything else that we should be aware of besides that yeah you know um something else uh in for example in uh, the book of isaiah uh, i believe it's uh, in chapter 58 we're told about the nature of true fasting mm. and uh true fasting god says is related to justice mm-hmm. on behalf of others and so um Focusing on ways that you can serve others or give to others, that's that's great. If you're going on a journey where you're recognizing Lent or you're you're trying to get focused on um, on connecting with God in in a particularly uh, intentional way mm-hmm. during this time, um, 
it's certainly like one of the reasons why here at the church on Easter Sunday we receive a one-day offering. We, we encourage everyone to give one day's wage, and we give that to Convoy of Hope for the feeding of people around the world. Um, and that's because works of justice, God identifies with what he calls true fasting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As you're saying that, I think of all the times in the prophets where that's a real big emphasis, and Isaiah and Amos too, and it's just it's just all throughout there. A great idea I saw last night on social media was that maybe you're going to give up Starbucks or something like that for Lent. You could save that money and give it to the church on Easter Sunday, or give it to this huh. one-day offering. Oh, that's so interesting. So that we can you know, bless other people and do that justice in the world. Yeah, oh, that's, that's really interesting. Uh, I, I have given up coffee before, <laughs> and um, uh, it didn't, it, it, it hurt a lot. I yeah. gotta be honest, I had these strange pains in my back and in mm. the back of my legs, and uh, when, when that time was, when those times have been up, I have, I have returned to coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not something that needs to last longer than forty days. You know, Easter's a celebration. Eat that chocolate, eat that, drink that <laughs> coffee. You know, enjoy that. You know, I'm just curious. What what else do you think that we as Christians should know about Lent? What are some good things to be aware of? Well, I, th- I think one thing to be aware of is just that uh, sometimes sometimes if we're if we're unfamiliar with that or like we've been in a a tradition uh, of Christianity that hasn't observed Lent, and we, we hear people uh, saying that they're, they're observing this, or like we think of it just as a Catholic practice. It really is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Christians of many different types are, are, are doing something during this period, and it, and it is like that not everyone could necessarily like articulate why they're doing that. Right. I mean, in, in many ways, for some people, it's just a tradition. But it's important to recognize it's not that way for everybody. The, a lot of people are doing this sincerely in an opportunity to, like, connect with God or to um, please Him or, or to make some kind of sacrifice so that they could connect better with God, so that the even the sufferings of Jesus on the cross might resonate to them. Sometimes yeah. you hear Christians talk about it like that. Uh, that that's, that's something that I would say. But something else that I'd say that's just key for us um, as we think about this and consider how we, can, how, how we can be involved in this is just, um, or, or, or like process it, is, is to recognize uh, there, there are, a few periods where there's kind of long preparation for a celebration. Mm. Uh, and so, like, one is Easter, mm-hmm. you know? The four Sundays before Easter are the season of Advent. Mm. And Advent <clears throat> is a time where you're focused on, like, hearing the the prophecies and the promises and the story of Christmas and the coming of Jesus. And then, of course, we have Lent that has this period of preparation that's six weeks basically leading up to uh, the crucifixion and, and Easter Sunday. But another time of preparation is Pentecost. Mm. Because, you know, the disciples, Jesus 
He, he leaves on Ascension Day, 40 days after his resurrection, another, another 40, 40 days. days. And uh, we've, got, we, we've got Jesus uh, telling his disciples before he leaves, wait here in Jerusalem until the promise of the Father comes on you, until you've been clothed with power. And uh, those, those, uh, that, that is a period of 10 days. So they're they're praying in Jerusalem for ten days, uh, asking God to send uh, the the power that He has for them, and in all these cases, you know, a, a period of preparations involved. We, don't, I think, in America especially, we just don't. We're 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 kind of so scheduled. We're in such a hurry. The whole idea of needing to prepare myself. For something is a little bit lost on us, but you know, there's mm-hmm. something else that we're supposed to be prepared for. We're supposed to be prepared uh, to give an answer for our faith. We're supposed to be prepared for the return of Jesus. Yeah. And so, the idea of preparation, the idea that like there's there's a backstory that's going on in my life with God behind my regular activities. Uh, that's not. That's not that unusual. So there's probably things here that even if, like, you've never, you're not interested in Lent, you've, you've never taken up that, there's probably something here that's of use for, for everyone. Sure, yeah. Yeah, the thing you said at the beginning, that's one of my favorite items about Lent is how it unifies the whole church together mm. all around the world. It's a practice that most Christians are doing all at once. There's minute differences, but the the main thing is we're preparing for the crucifixion, and that really helps me, helps my faith be bolstered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some cool things there. Yeah. Well, I I think uh, that's where we're going to be wrapping it up. Hey, looking forward to um, uh, connecting with many of you over this next season and into Easter, and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to also seeing you share this podcast uh, with others so that more and more people are getting this content. Hey, everybody, have a great rest of your day. See ya.